Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that when we gather in your name that you're here with us and we just acknowledge your presence. We thank you and praise you that you have things you want us to know and we just want to receive from you today. We thank you for revelation knowledge, for teaching us how to live well in your kingdom and for growing us up to be like you so we can do your work. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. You know, he wants us to have understanding, and that's a good thing. And the enemy tells such a lie that we're not supposed to know anything, that God is a mystery and you never know what he's going to do. And so wants to separate us from God, just like Jesus said. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come, and he comes with a lie. He's a liar. Jesus said there's no truth in him. And so he's going to talk against the word. He might use the word and twist it like he did with Jesus, but he's a liar and he is not going to speak any truth. So God has been so talking about Jeremiah 29.11. And Jeremiah 29.11 says, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for your welfare, for good, for peace, and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. And God wants us to know that he does have a good plan for our life. And you know, in that plan, he wants you to be happy. He wants you to have joy, peace, and contentment. And I found in my life, when I'm doing his plan, I have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. I love loving my life. I love feeling good. I love being right with him because that's the only time I actually really feel good and feeling accomplished and having his peace is the most amazing thing. And so when I get off track, I don't have that same peace. I don't, and I don't like that. But God wants us to know today that very thing, that he has a good plan for us. And sometimes we shy away from that plan because it doesn't look so inviting. But if we gave him half a chance, we'd have understanding. And in that, you know, God said, Jesus said, the most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And when you love him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're going to get to know him, and you're going to have understanding. You're going to find out his opinion on things, and you're going to find out what's close to his heart, what's dear to him, and you're going to find out that's his children. We're so important to him. There's not one of us that he loves more than the other. And um, in fact, if we've asked Jesus to be the Lord of our life, we're on assignment. We're on assignment to care for those he cares about. Then The second most important commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. And so when you love your neighbor as yourself, you're actually doing what, what's important to God. He wants you to love your neighbor. He wants you to care about them. And really that's your assignment right from the beginning. When he made Adam, he said, you need a helper. We need each other. And God wants us to help each other. And not only those who don't know God, but those who do know we need to be there for each other, and that's our assignment. And the ones that don't know him, he is calling us to be a part of what he's doing. He already knows everything ahead of time. He already knows everything that's going to happen before it happens, right? 
And so he's got a plan and what the enemy meant for our harm, he, he changes it around for good. And so right where you are in your life, he has a plan for you to be a help for someone else. Maybe even to help someone come closer to him or come to him at all. Whatever it is, he has a plan. He has a plan for those people in your life. And sometimes it's not so much fun and we don't want to be around those people. But he's asking us to just go ahead and follow that plan. Do that assignment that he's asking you to do. God said this to me once when I was on assignment I didn't like. He said, you'll be richly rewarded. And so we all will be. And rewards, I I think the most amazing reward is just to hear him talk to me and tell me the plan. And at one time he did say, ask me the plan. And so I've been asking him. And so no wonder he's been teaching me about the plan. So part of the plan for your life is your assignment. And not only so you can be happy and that inward happiness, I don't know, What's more, um, what, what is better than that? I think that's the most amazing thing, as I said, hearing God talk to me and having that inner peace. And there's nothing, there's no material thing that can take its place because knowing where you're going to be, you know, when you're going to be, and just reminding me of this storm we had the other day and some some people were posting on Facebook how afraid they were of the weather. And um, I just I, I just really feel bad for them that they don't know Jesus because I, I was close by them, but I didn't hear Jesus say, run for cover. You know, <laughs> I was just ready to take a nap and um, that's exactly what I did. I wasn't afraid because... I know he would have told me to do something if I was supposed to do something. And so my heart goes out to those who don't know him. And God's heart goes out to those who don't know him. You know, I was thinking, well, if you think this is scary, what's going to happen when Jesus returns? Then what are you going to do? But some of those people, like one in particular, just doesn't even believe in God. She wants nothing to do with him. And... um, that's not really somebody that I know, but somebody that I know of through someone else. So anyway, I know that she is against God. And so what a scary life to live without God. And that hurts God. You know, he's not like laughing at them. He, that's why he hasn't come yet. Because um, we, you know, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you are on, on assignment. But many of us don't know that because we're so lost and we're so broken. And he loves us and he loves us unconditionally. And then he grows us up to that place where we're loving him with all our heart, all our soul and all our mind. And we're seeing what he did in us and how um, he's blessed us. And then, you know, he shows us how he wants that for others. When you love your neighbor as yourself, that is your assignment. Your assignment is to love them, and to care about them. And um, God has an assignment for all of us. And it's not to walk away from the one that irritates you. That one that irritates you may be your exact assignment at that time. But so God wants us to know today that we're on assignment. When we ask him to come and live on the inside of us, we're on assignment.
And as I said, sometimes those assignments aren't so great, and sometimes they are. And I just know that God wanted me to share one of my assignments with you today that really, um, it so changed my life. I learned so much. And a while back, he started asking me to start Bible studies in my home. And one person I invited was my mom, who is my best friend. And well, she's not here anymore, but still, she she's an amazing woman. I love her so much. And um, God used me for her salvation. She came to my Bible study and I watched her fall in love with him. And I watched her whole life change. She was so hungry for him. What a reward in that alone. And I didn't know at the time that she was my assignment. You know, God just tells you to do stuff and you do it and don't often always know exactly what happened. And as I'm thinking, I'm thinking other things that even as a child that God used me in to bring the reality of Jesus to someone. But anyway, what an amazing God. And so what happened is, you know, he could see ahead, of course, all the things that were going to happen to my mom. And so he was getting her ready for that day. And she she came to my Bible studies, and she was so encouraging. She called me teacher. And then um, Satan got in and messed things up. And she ended up in a nursing home and not a place for someone like my mom. She broke her hip. She was miserable. And anyway, I'm not going to tell the story in detail, but she was, she was wanting to go home. And before, actually, Satan got in there, she was saying she was ready to go. She wanted to learn how to get to heaven. And I wasn't too keen on that. And then God started showing me or told me that I should um, teach her how to get to heaven. And I wasn't really even sure what I was doing. We just started seeking him and studying the Bible. And he had everything under control. And so by the time she was in the nursing home and um, it seemed like a good two and a half, three years, she was pretty miserable. She was just begging him to take her. She just couldn't find her place here anymore. And um, one day she was just calling out to him and she was saying, why am I still here? You know, I'm waiting for you to take me. And she's crying and just thinking about it. I'm getting choked up. And um, he told her that she wasn't ready for heaven. And then he told her, you have to be more like your daughter. And when she told me that, I was like, God, why would you say that to her? And he said, because you have been my witness. She saw the changes in you. And if I would have told her she had to be like me, that would have looked too hard for her. But she saw what God was doing in you. And so she could do what you did, and then that would work for her. She could see herself doing that. And you know, that's exactly what she had to do. She was in a place where she was in unforgiveness. You know, when you get older, you pretty much, um, it, it's about you. Things change and everything is no longer about everybody else, but it's about you, and especially when you're hurt and you're not feeling good. And she had both going on. She wasn't feeling good um, 
physically or emotionally. She's going through some really hard times and thinking, you know, her life was about her and, and that was it. And, and everybody should cater to her. And, um, you know, my mom was just like that. She was just so, when we're so loved, we get so spoiled and we don't understand God's law of that unconditional love. And so he told her that she, he told her she had love and forgiven. She started copying me. She saw how I loved and forgave and she started copying me. And so I was her witness. She was my assignment and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know that. God just started showing me lately. It's so exciting to share revelation knowledge. You know, we walk through things in our life and they're actually our assignment. You know, we have this way of thinking and um, not like he thinks. When you get his perspective, it's so different. You go through things in life and you never realize actually that the thing that you're going through was actually your assignment. And sometimes our assignments are not only to help other people, but it's for us to grow up. That whole thing that I went through with my mom, it, it really helped me to grow up. And one of the things I didn't like about the assignment is I am not a nursery person. And in fact, I was teaching her how to be well and to receive healing. And um, she wasn't really in that place. And I didn't know the plan. I was just teaching her what I knew to do. And then, well, God started revealing the plan to me and told me that he was going to take her and um, actually gave me a seven-day countdown, which was truly amazing. And he, he knew that the love I had for my mom. And so he kept asking me if I was okay the seventh day. He said, are you okay? And then six days, he said, on the seventh day, he said, I'm take your mom in seven days. Are you okay with that? I'm take your mom in six days. And then he said, in five, four and so um, the day of, he said, take your mom today. And he did. And it was just so amazing, his love, his compassion for both of us. And, you know, he had this all figured out when she started coming to my Bible study. I was on assignment way back then, and I didn't know it. I didn't even want to do those Bible studies. I didn't feel like I knew anything. But, you know, you know more than you think, and, and God can just give you revelation knowledge. Even when I, you know, sit here every day, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know the revelation until he gives it to me, and then it's exciting to share it with you. But part of my reward with my mom that I want to share with you is that I was able to, I was blessed, I felt rewarded to hear her leave as soon as she left her body. I heard her, I guess, in the spirit, and I heard her go, woo, as if she was going up in the air. And I, I, I don't know if I saw in the spirit or if I just imagined that she was just like hanging on to Jesus and she was just flying through the air and she was so happy that, um, I don't know if she didn't see me or didn't acknowledge me, but I was walking in the door as she was flying out. What a reward, how awesome that was to, to know that, you know, when she, she was sick and I was really worried about her and praying because I knew she was in unforgiveness and I was asking God, don't take her if she's going to hell because 
we don't forgive, if we don't love, we're not going to live with God. We're going to be separated from him because we're not in agreement with him then. And so um, I, uh, I, I was praying that he wouldn't take her then, and he didn't. You know, he, he made it so she could go. And that is so rewarding. That is so exciting. And so whatever directive God gives you, you need to know it's your assignment. When you ask him to come live on the inside of you, you're, you're going to get an assignment. You know, it's not only that you are going to be loved by him, but he's asking you to share that love. He's asking you to care about what he cares about and be that witness for him. And isn't that the greater work? Not just saying a prayer and, and just sitting around doing nothing or not making a difference in anybody's life, but saying that prayer and then putting on your armor and just go ahead and and do that thing. You know, Paul said that he just wanted to finish that race with joy, that he, he didn't feel like his life was his own, but he knew that he was on assignment. And the disciples knew they were on assignment, and they left their life because they could see the value, the worth in, in doing God's work. You know, the rich man, which many people are in this place, he said to Jesus, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, give away your stuff and follow me. Walk the walk that I walk. So Jesus was saying, you know, this isn't about your stuff. You're on assignment. Come on, and I'll, I'll show you your assignment. You sell all you have. Give it to the poor. And he couldn't let go of his stuff. And many people are in that place today. And we're not going to—he gave up eternal life. He said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And Jesus said, sell your stuff and follow me. Walk the walk that I walk. And we don't realize that, and that's why God is wanting me to tell you today that you're on assignment. He has an assignment for you to do. And it's not about your stuff, but it's about those that he loves and those that he's calling you to be their helper, to be there for them to make a difference in their in their life, to witness to them. And speaking of that, I'm not bragging on myself, but I just feel like God is saying that, you know, you get it, now I want you to share it with them. And so people are going to copy you. Once he said to me, you follow me and they'll follow you. So we follow Jesus, and when we're following Jesus, they're going to follow us. And, they're, you know, he hasn't come yet because he's in love with us. And so many people don't get it. And we as Christians don't even get that we're on assignment. You know, we love Jesus, we worship him, we have all this stuff going on, but we're not really witnessing who he is. You know, we're sitting in the closet or, um, you know, just doing our own thing because we love ourselves with all our heart, all our soul and all our mind. And we're not caring about what God cares about. And so today God is saying, you're on an assignment. Your life is your assignment. And you might not have known it, but when you start sitting with him every day, and that's how you get on that assignment, you start sitting with him every day and talking to him. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to tell you the things that you already walked through, that he already had planned out, that were your assignment, and how you've helped somebody or someone's helped you. And um, he, he's got it all mapped out. And he's saying, ask me the plan. I want you to know your assignment. And so it's not just a prayer it's to get to heaven, 
but it's a it's an invitation for a relationship to live in his kingdom and to make a difference, to be a witness, to do your assignment. If you want that today, Jesus is knocking already at the door of your heart, and he wants to come in and hang out with you. And I just want to say the rewards way outweigh what you might have to go through or the person that you're not really wanting to love or the things that you're really not wanting to do. And it reminds me that I really didn't finish talking about my mom, you know, the things that she wanted me to do nurse-wise. You know, I kept thinking, this is not my cup of tea. I don't want to put all this lotion on her feet and do all this other stuff for her. But you know what? Sometimes part of the assignment, maybe it isn't your cup of tea and you're thinking it's not your gift, but it might be just a temporary thing that God is just asking you to do to get that person to that place. And I just felt like I was supposed to share that part with you. I don't really like nursing people at all, but I've learned um, when people get older, it's something that they need and we just need to do it. Someone needs to do it and we're here for each other. So anyway, if you want to ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and teach you how to live in his kingdom and help you to make a difference in this life, give you your assignment, grow you up, love you, always be there for you, have his happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. You know, he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He shed his blood so that you could be right with the Father and have eternal life so that you can be forgiven. And if you want all that, all you got to do is call on his name, ask him to come and live on the inside of you, and he'll start manifesting himself to you. If you ignore him, that'll go away. But if you listen to him, if you let him correct you and teach you and get those dead branches off you, he's going to do that. And so if you want me to say that prayer with you, I can do that right now. I just say, dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you for what you did for us. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God and teach us how we can make a difference in this life. How uh, Teach us what our assignment is and how we can be a witness to others. Just calling you to change us, to grow us up, to be like you and to send us out like you did your disciples. We know that we can't do anything on our own but we can do all things through you who strengthens us. And we thank you for getting those dead branches off of us and getting us to the place where we can be mature followers of yours so that we can be faithful to you. Thank you and praise you. Give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. John 1.1 1, 1 says, In the beginning was a word, and the word is God. And so when you look at the word of God, you're looking at Jesus. When you spend time hearing the word, Looking at the Word, you're spending time getting to know Him. And then when you apply that Word, He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. When you obey that Word, He's going to start showing Himself to you. He's going to start correcting you and growing you up, giving you directives and telling you your assignment. And, you know, who knows? Maybe you even know it now. He does. I don't know His order. His ways are higher than our ways. But I do know that I'm to tell you today that He's, if you said that prayer, he's living on the inside of you, whether you feel it or not. It's not about feelings. It's about faith. And he's always going to be there for you. And um, you need to sit before him every day. He sounds like his word. And um, read the word every day so you can get to know him. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.